Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, guys? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate you joining me. And today, we are going to talk about how to hack the game to get success with 100x the speed. God, I like that title. Man, when I thought of that one, I was like, that is copywriting right there at its best. And just to make sure that we get you to success in the quickest way possible, we are going to skip all the blatant advertising about my three-month coaching program. We are going to skip my begging you guys to leave me reviews, which the reviews have been awesome, by the way. And we're going to go ahead and jump right into the content. I'll talk about that stuff at the end if you are interested. So as a 44-year-old full-grown man, I have had much experience when it comes to the art of living. I've learned many lessons, most of which have been learned the hard way. I was a complete idiot for the majority of my 20s, as a lot of you guys are. So forgive yourself for that if you're doing some stupid shit. Took me a while to get what I consider to be success. But here's the thing I noticed when it comes to not only my own success, but also the success of those guys that I teach, as well as those coaches that I myself learn from, is that success is not always so linear. Meaning if you have a goal, the way you're probably going to reach that goal is in a way that you think would never happen through the back door, as it were. And right now you may be doing something that you're not really into. You may be working at Walmart, working at McDonald's, or you may be even in a career that doesn't suit you. But when you were in college studying for that career at that time, you thought that's where you wanted to be. But now that you're there, you're like, this definitely isn't what I want. And what happens is we often think that where we are now is where we're relegated to be. We want to be something else. We feel that calling in our heart, but we can't see the path to get there. We think it's going to be impossible. We didn't get the right education. We didn't do all the right steps to begin with. So we think we're doomed. We think we're relegated to our current position. But here's what I've learned. And I've learned this through really a lot of failures and a lot of very painful experiences is that today I am where I wanted to be my whole life. I always wanted to be a dating coach. I wanted to be a motivational speaker. I wanted to have a following and I wanted to help men. I always knew I wanted to do that. But through my life, I've worn many different hats. And what I found is that each hat that I wore in the weirdest way, a way I never would have predicted when I was in that situation has helped me tremendously to become what I am today. So where you're at now does not necessarily dictate where you're gonna be the rest of your life. In fact, I'm willing to bet that what you're doing right now is building a characteristic inside of you. It's building a skill set inside of you. It may even be building pain inside of you so that you can overcome it in order to earn what you really want to be. And that's definitely what happened to me. I mean, dude, like 10 years ago, I was a Japanese translator. Eight years ago, I was teaching infield pickup, trying over and over again to launch my online dating presence to get a following online. And I didn't even know about podcasts back then. What I was trying to do is like buy Google AdWords. I was advertising on Facebook. Brother, if you saw all the website domains that I've bought trying to launch this exact business, coachmarksing.com, I had instantattractionvideos.com, alphasymposium.com, clutchopeners.com, 
alphaevolution.com and probably 10 other ones that I can't remember right now because they're so painful to think about, I failed over and over and over again. I mean, dude, if you search for Mark Singh and Google, you might find like probably 12 years ago, I was on easing articles, publishing articles about seduction. Like this is what I've been wanting to do forever, but I couldn't get success online. I could get success in the infield. And what happened is I got a reputation in Arizona for being really good with women. Guys would hit me up and I did great doing that. Like I took guys into the field, taught them how to do it at the bars and nightclubs, but I always wanted this. This is what I wanted. And for me personally, teaching about women, teaching about how to get them, seduction, all that stuff fascinates the shit out of me. But what I really love is stuff like this, the self-development stuff. This is my purpose. I used to listen to Wayne Dyer. Don't know if you've ever heard him. Eckhart Tolle, still listen to these guys. And I always imagined myself like doing that kind of spiritual slash self-development slash bettering yourself as a man kind of teachings, but I couldn't see how to get there. So I failed time and time again, and I had to wear many different hats during that time because, you know, infield coaching was great, but bro, it drains you, man. You got to come with like 6,000 gallons of pure energy into each individual guy that you coach. And it was super exhausting. I'd make like, you know, a little bit during the weekends, but this is what I always wanted to do. So during that time, I had to do like other types of jobs. I've owned a press release company that was pretty successful. And for a number of years before I got to where I am now, I was a copywriter. And as a lot of you guys know, a copywriter is basically a sales writer. He writes sales pages on websites. So I wore all these different hats and little did I know, I had to go through all the bullshit that I went through, even when I was in Japan being a Japanese translator and the panic attacks that I experienced because of it, that was all necessary in order to get me to where I am today. And I look back and it's almost like, I don't know, man, I don't know what you think about God. Personally, I believe in it. Do I believe he has a hand in creating things in our lives? I mean, I don't know if it's like a direct thing, but sometimes it's weird to me to like look at my life look at the lives of my clients, look at the lives of people who I'm close to. And it just seems like there's just too much intelligence, too much intention, too much coincidence to be a coincidence. Because I look back at all the things I did, the Japanese translation, the copywriting, the owning a press release company, having the panic attacks, having my bouts with anxiety, like struggling for years to get good with women, struggling for years to get good at life and good at business. And I see that it just perfectly fits into everything that I'm doing now. And I'm like, man, it just feels like divine intervention. Or if that doesn't suit you, and honestly, I don't really know if it suits me, it just feels like it was meant to be. And I think those people who don't quit, which is basically don't give up and stay in the current situation they're in and say, well, I'll never be that musician. I'll never be that artist. I'll never be that coach. I'll never be that whatever it is and they give up because they're just working at Taco Bell and they can't see it happening, and they stay at Taco Bell, I think those are the people that don't fully reach their full potential. Now, I'm gonna have a caveat to that in a second, but if you have something burning in your heart, what I wanna offer to you, and I want you to take this seriously, brother, is that what you're doing now is building up to that. No matter how mundane, no matter how pointless, no matter how difficult it is to see the connection between what you're doing now and what you wanna do, there is a reason it's happening. And the reason could be just the struggle of dissatisfaction. Just because you need to develop the character to persevere and not fucking quit 
to keep going just like I did. Bro, I failed so many times with this seduction thing. So many times, but that was necessary for me to be a good coach. And yeah, I think I'm an awesome coach, partially because when a dude comes to me, he says, brother, I am failing. I cannot look at a girl, let alone go talk to one. I am super anxious. I have massive approach anxiety. I'm failing in my business. I'm failing at life. I'm super insecure. My self-confidence is in the fucking toilet. I'm like, yeah, I've been there. How could I do that if I just woke up out of bed when I was 28 years old and said, okay, I'm a seduction coach now. I wouldn't be as good of a seduction coach unless I had gone through that stuff. So that's my first point is what you're doing now is going to play into what you're building to. No matter if you can't see it, it's not linear. It comes in through the back door. All these weird things are gonna happen, but the point is this, is you have to keep growing, you have to keep the dream alive, and you have to keep pushing towards that goal that you wanna get to. And I guarantee you, the universe has a weird way of rewarding you for perseverance. One of my favorite quotes is, failure cannot cope with persistence. And that's absolutely true. It's true for me. So I want to give that to you that you can hack the system by simply not giving up and believing that what you're doing now does have a purpose. When you believe it has a purpose, you are already successful because you know that this is a marathon, not a sprint. It's all about the journey, not the destination. And as you enjoy the journey and say, okay, yeah, I'm working at Taco Bell, I'm working at Walmart, but these are the things that it's building inside of me. I need these fundamental tools in order to become a master craftsman. I need to learn the fundamentals of drumming, right? Like, I don't know, you drummers out there, paradiddle, paradiddle, paradiddle. You just practice that over and over again, and then you can move up to the more difficult things. You're not just going to arrive to where you're gonna be without earning it. Life is meant to earn, that's a universal design. So when you keep persevering, when you keep trying, you will arrive there, and I'm telling you, brother, if you don't hear anything else in this episode but this, then take this, what you're doing now is serving a purpose. The second point is you don't always have to be an aspiring millionaire, an aspiring entrepreneur, an aspiring super successful individual like I wanted to be with being a dating coach. You don't always have to have these big overarching dreams. Some people are happy doing the smaller, quote unquote, smaller jobs, but those people can also have a purpose. Those people can also be successes. I think about the woman who does all my meal prep each week. I don't know if I told you guys this, but I do meal prep. I have a very paleo type diet because I like to run a tight battleship and I love being ripped. I love having gills down by my lower six pack, basically. And so I need to eat very paleo. What I do is I cook my food in advance. Eventually, I got sick of cooking, so I put something out on our Facebook page on the um, town that we're in. I just put it out, and lo and behold, freaking five doors down, this really cute blonde girl is like, hey, I want to cook for you, and I told her, I was like, don't you own a salon? She's like, yeah, I own a salon, but I've always wanted to be an assistant. I've always wanted to be like a concierge, and I was like, okay, really? You, you would do this for me? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm so excited. She sent me all these recipes, and now she's cooking my food. And so her husband keeps telling her like, let's build more salons, let's grow this shit, let's get bigger. She's like, no, I wanna be an assistant. And you know what, that's good for her and it brings her that peace, joy and enthusiasm that is so important. So your purpose doesn't have to be you absolutely killing it, making millions, affecting millions and millions of lives. The most important thing is that you just have your why. For her, her why is to help people out, to make them happy, and to provide a good service. We need people like that to have a society. You know, the other day I was talking to my coach and I, we have all this construction going on around my house 
And I was telling him, I'm like, man, I feel so sorry for those dudes who have to hold the stop sign, you know, like those construction guys. They hold the stop sign, then they flip it to slow, and then you drive past them slow. I'm like, man, I feel so bad for those guys. And he's like, why? Maybe that dude is completely content. He loves being outside. He loves watching people drive by. He gets to breathe the fresh air. He's helping build the roads. Like you don't know what his life is. So don't assume that somebody who's in a quote unquote lower position is unhappy. It's like the grandfather working at Walmart. Yeah, a lot of the times it's because he didn't prepare and he has to you know, supplement his Medicare. But oftentimes they just wanna do it because they love people. So you know, you don't have to be successful in the way that everybody else tells you. What is success for you? And that gets to my third point is you have to redefine or define what success looks like to you. So for me, I did this a long time ago and I knew what, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to help men reach their full potential as I strive to reach my own full potential while in a state of joy, enthusiasm, and most importantly, peace. Most importantly, peace. I will not sacrifice my peace in order to make money. I will not sacrifice my family in order to grow my business. I have my morals in place. I have my hierarchy of priorities, which I've done a podcast about in the past. It's called How to Create Your HOP List. I strongly suggest you guys listen to that. But you need to know, like, what does success look like to you? For me, it's doing this exact thing. And as I'm sitting here talking, bro, I can feel the energy coming out of me. And many times, when I sit down to do these podcasts, I don't even know what I'm gonna say. I wrote a list of five different things for this one, but that whole first part, man, that just flowed out of me like verbal diarrhea, like some spirit is speaking through me. And I think when you're consistent with your why, yes, even the guy on the road who's doing the stop sign thing can have a why, but when you're consistent with your why, that is success. Are you in a state of enthusiasm? Are you in a state of joy? Do you feel like you have a purpose and are you living that purpose? For some of you guys, you want more than you have now. And listen, that's cool. It's all about the journey. Stop trying to look ahead and get today over with so you can arrive to the future. Don't make the present moment a means to an end. Be fully in the now and make what you're doing into an art, make into an expression of your talent, your skill set, your hard work ethic, and master it. Even if, yes, you're working at Walmart and you're stacking cat litter, Make that cat litter the most organized, straightest, best cat litter anyone's ever seen because the quality that you put into your work will reflect not only today, but also in the future. And if you're working at Walmart and you wanna be a hip hop artist or whatever it is, if you make that cat litter as straight as possible, your tracks are gonna be straight. Your business dealings are gonna be straight. How you do one thing is how you do all things. My fourth point is your net worth is often derived of your network. Your network means those people that you know. One of the most important things you can do is to surround yourself with people who better you, not bring you down. I've talked about this a lot in the podcast, so I'm not gonna dwell on it too much in this episode, but if you wanna be a millionaire, then brother, surround yourself with millionaires. If you wanna be a great musician, surround yourself with great musician, great athlete, be around great athletes. I often compare it to a fire that's burning very brightly, and your fire is a little fire who's smoldering. Well, when you put those two fires together, his fire that's burning very brightly will ignite yours and yours will burn brightly too. I do this with coaches. I invest in coaches all the time, guys who are at the level that I want to get to. So I invest in business coaches. 
I invest in life coaching coaches. I invest in even dating coaches, not recently, but I used to do it all the time. And because of that, I've found success in those different areas. It also has to do with the women that you surround yourself with. I know a lot of you guys are trying to attract more women. You're going through lots of different girls. Well, you need to have standards in place where you weed out the women that aren't up to your standards, that aren't living the life or at least trying to live the life that you're trying to live, who are negative, have a scarcity mindset, who basically insult you and insult themselves because they're unhappy. This is why from quantity comes quality. We want lots of girls coming into the top of our pipeline, then we filter them out. Marissa, for example, my girlfriend who was on the podcast the other day with the Does the Size Matter episode, she's super successful in her business. She's fucking making bank. And because my fire is next to hers, I'm making bank too. And we're like having a friendly rivalry as to who's making more. And we're just crushing it, man. We're going to move into a new house in the next few years. We both have aspiring dreams of becoming multimillionaires. And we're actually talking about creating a company together called MMI Investments, Mark and Marissa Investments, where we invest into real estate. We're starting to take real estate training. Haven't gotten into it yet, but it's something we're both interested in as we build up to where we want to be. I mean, we want to be like balling, multimillionaires, super successful, have an awesome family. Like we want to get to that level. Do you have to get to that level too? No, it's not for everybody. But in my heart, I have this burning desire to be the very best man I can be. And honestly, if you're listening to a podcast like this one, I kind of think you have that same desire. But if you don't, don't feel like you need to. What is success for you? Define it. Take a moment to define it. Maybe I'll do a podcast about how to unveil what that is in your heart. And some of you don't know. You're bored. You don't enjoy what you're doing. You feel off purpose. That's okay because I'm telling you, it comes through the back door. Focus and have quality into what you're doing now and your purpose will be shown to you. On the point of a network, I also think it's important to surround yourself with good people who work for you. Now, you don't necessarily have to own your own company to utilize this, but when you make more money, you start to delegate out things. For example, the girl who cooks my meals, right? I delegated that. I got a guy who details my car. I got a gardener. I got a lady that comes over and cleans the house. I have Daisy, my assistant, who works for me in this business. Then I have Brandon, who's managing my Instagram. I have Allison, who's a writer for me. I have Tyson over in Australia, who is my business partner for press releases. All these people are good fucking people. And when I choose somebody, I choose them on character, not on their resume. And this is what I do too when I invite dudes into my coaching program. I don't care how hard of a case you are. I don't care what struggles you have. I don't care what you're up against. If you and I jive, and most importantly, if I see that you're committed and you have an honest, genuine desire to improve with women, I'll take you on. Because again, I hire based on character. I don't hire on a track record of success. Success, past success doesn't mean anything to me. What you do today, how committed you are, what is in your heart, that's the most important thing. And you gotta surround yourself with people who have good hearts, who have good intentions, who want the best not only for themselves, but the best for you as well. And I dare say the reason I'm so in demand, the reason I have a, a long waiting list, I got tons of people applying for the free breakthrough session with me is because I think you guys can feel how genuine I am. What's more important to me than money, like I just said, is my purpose is to help guys like you. So I'm not money hungry. I'm not gonna take on a guy who doesn't fit. I'm not gonna take on a guy who him and I don't jive and I, who I don't know I can help. 
The reason I have such a good reputation, the reason I have all those testimonials on my page and I probably have about 15 more to put up, I'm just so busy I haven't had time, is because I genuinely fucking care, genuinely care. And I look at you when we get on that breakthrough session and I say, can I help this dude? How can I help him? I'm just thinking, how? How can I do this? Okay, okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Okay, I can help you, bro. Would you wanna come join us in the brotherhood? And oftentimes I get a yes because they can feel that from me. And that's the same genuine vibe, that good-hearted intention that I naturally attract to myself because I have it from my friends, my acquaintances, all these girls that I meet and those people who work for me. So as you surround yourself with people, either people who you hire to do things for you, check their character and really follow your intuition because your intuition, in my opinion, is almost always right, especially if you know how to follow it. My fifth and final point is this, is you know, now that I have this very successful coaching business and I've been trying to get it for years, I've failed many times on my way to this point, I have. And sometimes, and I talk about this with my coaches, I say, you know, I'm a little bit afraid to lose this. I'm afraid that, I don't know, iTunes is gonna flag me and dump my podcast or I'm gonna get some negative thing that happens towards me. And one thing that I learned a long time ago and I have to keep reminding myself of, and I'm really starting to believe it, is that you're the mechanism. You know, the business isn't really what's making you the money. The money is coming through the business, but you're the reason the money is coming to you. So the best thing you can do is to A of all trust in the mechanism, which is to trust in yourself. Most millionaires who have lost their money made it right back again within a couple of years. Why? Because it's not necessarily the great business idea. It's not necessarily luck. It's them. They're the mechanism that creates the money. Again, the money just comes through the business. The money comes through the investments. The money comes through whatever avenue you happen to attract it to yourself through, but really it's you. You're the mechanism. So yeah, well, part of me fears losing this because I've done so much work to get here. I've failed so many times and I have something that in my opinion is really special. And I think a lot of you guys really agree. While I kind of fear that, I, I kind of don't because I know I could reproduce this and I already have a million other ideas how I could do this again if this happened to fail. So you have to know that your success, and here's the big hack that I talked about in the title, your success is contingent upon you and your success is contingent upon you improving yourself, which all you guys are clearly doing. You would not be listening by now unless you were. So your success is you, bro. Like you're the mechanism, you're the tool. You are the thing that produces the money. You are literally a printer of money, a printer of success, a printer of attraction to women. So it doesn't matter if a current situation is taken from you. You lose your harem of girls. You lose all your money in the stock market. Your business fails for whatever reason. That happened to me, you know, my press release business. Google made a change, I think it was in 2013 or 14, against press releases. They said you can no longer use press releases to gain search engine optimization points in Google. Now they're all no-follow links, which really hurt us. I mean, our business went down by like 90%. And at that time, I didn't realize like I was the mechanism that created it, so I was super stressed. But since then, I failed in other businesses as well. I always knew like, look, I have the talent. And frankly, every time I fail, I learn something. This is great fucking teaching every time I fail. So yeah, even if you lose it, what I want you to know is that you can't go backwards in what you've learned. You can go backwards in your life situation. Your income can go down. You can lose women. 
There can be situational things that happen to you, but you're like that Delta Force assassin that's been trained in firearms, trained in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, trained in rope climbing and wrestling and shooting and scuba diving and halo jumping and all those cool skills. So you can duplicate it again, man. And how do you get the mechanism to a point where it can get success? Well, as T. Harv Ecker says, your wealth zone is dictated by your comfort zone, meaning this, the more you get uncomfortable, the more you push yourself, the more that zone opens up, which means creates space, and what happens in the universe in space? The universe abhors a vacuum. It fills in that space. So the more you improve yourself, the more you change the programming in your head, the more you become that best version of yourself that I know, if you're listening by now, I know you wanna become that guy. The more you invest in yourself, the more space opens up for you to get success. So I'm the mechanism. Yeah, I can lose it, but nature abhors a vacuum. I would just come back and fill right back up again. And maybe it's not in seduction. Maybe by the time this business quote unquote fails, I'll be over it and I'll wanna go do real estate or I wanna be like a motivational speaker or I wanna be something a little bit different. Who knows? But I know that Mark Singh is the tool. Mark Singh is the chainsaw that's gonna cut down all the trees so that I can make all the money. So I'm not gonna lose myself. I'm here all the time. I'm gonna have me tomorrow, next week, next month, next year until I'm dead. So I'm good, man. I can be comfortable with the fact that I'm right here. I'm the tool. I'm the money printer. I'm the girl magnet. I am literally a girl magnet that attracts women to me. Do I have to worry about losing Marissa, for example? No, I'm a girl magnet. I'll get another one if I have to. I hope I don't, but I will if I have to. I hope I don't lose this business right now because I love doing what I'm doing, but I can recreate it if I have to. And I want you to think about that about yourself too. And the way to get to that point, you know what I'm gonna say, is to invest in yourself. Whether it's with me or somebody else, you need to reprogram your brain. You need to get over these traumas, these archetypes, these schemas that somebody else gave you before you could defend yourself. A lot of you guys are working with outdated programming and you're just hitting print on a shitty printer that's continuously giving you the same damn result. Until you improve the mechanism, the results will stay the same. And again, even if you're working at Taco Bell, yeah, it seems societally low value, but brother, be the best damn burrito maker you possibly can be. I want you making the best damn Del Scorcho burrito so when that motherfucker eats it, he goes home, throws his leg up on the counter and launches one out the window because your Del Scorcho is so on point. So bring quality into what you're doing now because I guarantee you it is building up to that point that you wanna be at. But at the same time, you need to take this time, this precious time and work on yourself as you're doing by listening to podcasts. But if you wanna get more intrusive, specifically when it comes to attracting women, specifically when it comes to reprogramming your brain to give you belief systems that are gonna get success for you, hit me up, coachmarksing.com. Click on coaching, read through all the testimonials. I mean, I don't get these results for no reason. I really believe that what I do is the closest thing to a black hole shortcut you're ever gonna get. We work with that thing between your ears, which is the hardest battle you're ever gonna fight and the most important tool to dictate your success. And that's called your brain. When you reprogram your brain to think like a champion thinks, to think like a girl magnet thinks, and to think like a millionaire thinks, you're gonna attract that to yourself because you're the tool, brother. You are the tool. All right, gentlemen, that's it for me in this podcast. I do appreciate you listening. If you found value in it, I'd very much appreciate a five-star review. 
Email me at Coach Mark Singh and I will send you the Conversation Sniper, 150 Deadly One-Liners for Building Attraction, Guide to the Female Orgasm, How to Make a Woman Look Like a Screaming Demon That Just Got Hit with a Tornado, and Three Texts to Build Massive Attraction in Women, Impress Your Friends, Baffle Your Enemies. All right, gentlemen, I drop podcasts on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, so stay tuned for the next one and I will see you, that's right, in the next episode. 